first of all, self-awareness and really sitting down and defining what your fears are. Instead of your goals, start looking at what is scaring you? What is holding you back? What are the stories that you're telling yourself that could potentially be harming your success and your, your forward motion? Will you outlast your money? Do you stay awake at night worrying about providing for your family? Are you making the right decisions about your investments? There are many life-changing decisions that arise and questions you want answered when going through divorce or after you've received your settlement. This is the Financially Ever After podcast, where you'll hear stories of women like you and get advice from the industry's top professionals. Here's your award-winning and nationally recognized host, Stacey Francis. Welcome to Financially Ever After. I am Stacey Francis, and I'm so excited that you're joining me here today. We are going to be spotlighting Tiffany Higgins, a wonderful, amazing entrepreneur who found herself struggling in corporate America. After being out of the workforce for many years, she launched into working at a CPA firm. And unfortunately, she was being overworked and she was being underpaid. She was feeling guilty for choosing her career over her family. And she realized that 80% of the work that she was doing and bookkeeping entry there, she could do from anywhere in the world. So what did Tiffany do? Well, she pulled up her bootstraps and she launched her own business, creating her own destiny. She is a real model for many of you who have been working in your home or potentially working part-time outside the home who need to take your career to the next level. Corporate America can sometimes not embrace you. And so what are your options? Tiffany and I talk about that. We talk about how to start your own business and make sure you wait to the end because Tiffany shares the biggest business mistakes that hold back women from being successful, and not only what those mistakes are, but she gives you the tools to overcome them. Thank you again for being here, Tiffany. It's great to have you here on Financially Ever After. Tiffany, thank you for being here. I'm really excited to talk to you because you are the absolute superhero model to so many women who listen to this podcast. And I know we're going to get into that, but I'd love for you just to talk a little bit about what you're doing, how you got into it. And I have a million and one questions for you. Okay, great. Yeah, I am up for the challenge of answering those questions. So I guess just to tell you a little bit of backstory about me, I I got my accounting degree right out of college or out of high school and, you know, had these aspirations to have a really nice career. But I also was very interested in becoming a mom. And once I had my first child, I realized the goals that I had for my career and the goals that I had for being a mother didn't really seem to work well together. So I struggled a lot while my kids were younger, trying to um, be the kind of parent that I wanted to be, but also providing financially for my family. And it wasn't until they got a little bit older, got into school, that I was really able to go back and focus on my career. And I really enjoyed it. I really liked building wealth for our family and working towards 
having a really awesome career. But then I got pregnant with my third child and going through all that baby infant stage and working, you know, 40 to 60 hours a week at a tax firm was very, very difficult to try to balance all that all over again. And so I quickly realized that, you know, I needed to make some kind of a change. And I jumped into starting my own business when my third child was just six months old. And it gave us the freedom and the flexibility to be able to choose how we want to be parents, but also have enough money to be able to support our family and actually even build wealth for them too and get to enjoy that freedom and flexibility, go on vacations and things like that. No, it's really powerful. I mean, in 60 hours a week, just to kind of put it into time frame, you think 60 hours, like, oh, that's not too bad, but that's 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't include commuting. And that's really hard. That's one of the biggest challenges that we hear from the women who listen to Financially Ever After, mm-hmm. wanting to have a career and to be able to provide for their family, especially because they're now single moms and have gone through divorce, but are really in a quandary because the demands of corporate America, and even if it's not corporate America, I just was speaking with a client who was working at a retail store and they were really not flexible for her so much so that she couldn't take her kids to doctor's appointments. She was missing out on all these very important things Mm -hmm. that she was really regretful. And tell me more about how you decided to start this. And this is now your own business. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. About seven years ago, I started my own business. I started a bookkeeping business from home a virtual one. And it was been really great for our family because the flexibility of it, you can work at any time, day or night, it's all virtual. So it worked really, really well for us, especially as our family grew, we had twins as our fourth and fifth child. And so I was able to exclusively nurse both of them for two years and work my work schedule, my business schedule around their needs, which was really awesome. And after having that business for almost five years, I had this epiphany that I could show other moms how to have a business just like mine and be able to have those same benefits and rewards that I had. So a couple, about almost three years ago, I started coaching moms to grow a bookkeeping business and follow in my footsteps at the Stay-at-Home Bookkeeper Academy. And so that's what I do now currently. You know, I think what's wonderful is that you've created this beautiful business that also lends itself to other women who want to have this flexibility as well of making a really good income and also being able to be flexible to, you know, pivot their work around their life. Who do you typically find is the the woman who reaches out and wants to do this work through your company? Yeah, I'd say we have a pretty wide array of women, but the majority of them fall into the category of having small children at home, like toddlers or babies, or they're wanting to grow their family. So they're anticipating getting pregnant soon, or they are pregnant, and they are just dreading the thought of having to put their baby in daycare and leaving their baby for 10 to 12 hours a day driving to a corporate job. I mean, I know one of the things that a lot of the women are thinking about now is 
what if I haven't had experience as a bookkeeper? What if I don't come from a background in finance? Is this still something that they can look into or, or start training to be able to launch into? Yeah, absolutely. The majority of our students that come to us have no prior bookkeeping or accounting. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's great to know because you know what? That's not what I would have expected. And so yeah. it means that any woman who would be interested can do this. And I'm just going to throw this out there. What a great career, because not only are you really understanding bookkeeping and numbers, but you can parlay that to your life too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One of the biggest challenges women face after divorce is a substantial drop in the standard of living. And being smart with expenses is absolutely key to long-term financial security as well as for income. But go back to what you shared too, as you said, our students come to us. So do you have a training program that you offer as well? Yeah, we do. We have a full program. It's actually, we give everyone 12 months in our community, but you can start making money within the first couple of weeks of joining. We have, our model is designed not only to work with people that have no prior experience or education in this industry, but it's designed so that you can start making money right away and learn as you go. So it's kind of like the opposite of college where you learn all these skills, you learn all these, this book work, but then you get thrown out into the real world with no actual experience and no way to really make money. So we flipped it around and we help people learn the skills of growing a business, learn how to do marketing, talk the bookkeeping language. And as they get clients, we hold their hand through the whole process. So they get hands-on paid training from their clients. And then they know exactly how to do a world-class job for these business owners that really need book bookkeepers and accountants to help them. And so what I'm understanding is that you help them not only with the technical bookkeeping background and expertise to be able to work with businesses for, um, you know, keeping track of their profit and loss and their balance sheet and all their, their cash flow and expenses that in addition, you're helping them essentially launch their own business mm -hmm. as well. Yep, that's correct. So we kind of help with all aspects of what business ownership looks like for people. Mm -hmm. So that comes with learning how to market yourself, learning how to sell yourself in a way that's comfortable to you. So you don't feel salesy or, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. slimy or anything. Also the whole mindset around becoming a business owner and putting yourself out there and growing personally. That's one of my biggest passions. I absolutely love watching all the moms come into this space and their confidence just grows so much. Their overall personal development is the biggest bonus. I think that they all are surprised that they get out of it. In addition to having these profitable and lucrative businesses, they have this whole new perspective of life. It's so great to open people's yeah. minds to that. You know, I think what you talk about is so powerful because it's not, I mean, we're talking about bookkeeping, but you're talking about more than that. You're talking about mm -hmm. launching a business and mm -hmm. having that business really be successful. What do you see as some of the biggest mistakes new business owners make when they're starting a business? Well, for my students in particular, I think one of the biggest mistakes or setbacks that they potentially have when they first start is overanalyzing and overthinking things. 
not realizing that just taking action is really what gets you results. Yeah, it's interesting. I really identify with this, Tiffany, because when I launched my business, I created a marketing plan. I created a business plan. I had all these plans and not surprising, I'm a financial planner. And so obviously I love plans. But what I found is that while, of course, all those things are good, it helped me really think through a lot of issues, my target market, things like that. I was using those almost as crutches Mm -hmm. holding me back Mm -hmm. because my business plan wasn't done yet or my marketing plan wasn't refined enough. And I do find specifically when we're doing something outside of our comfort zone, something that takes a good amount of courage, which is launching a business, that sometimes we can be in that planning mode because it's easier to be there than actually take action where it can be uncomfortable. Do you see that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I see that a lot. That's one thing that we really work on helping shift that mindset for our students so that they can get results faster because that's really, once you overcome that, that's when the results start to come in. And how do you move people from inaction to action when it can be almost frighteningly paralyzing? I have got a couple of different things. I think one of the best ways to do that is first of all, self-awareness and really sitting down and defining what your fears are. Instead of your goals, start looking at what is scaring you? What is holding you back? What are the stories that you're telling yourself that could potentially be harming your success and your, your forward motion? Yeah. Thinking about and getting real with what's really scaring us is very hard to do. But once you do it, and you name the fear, all of a sudden, it doesn't seem quite as scary. And it's so amazing how the things we fear can even sometimes be subconscious and not out front. And so having that self-awareness, giving yourself that space to work through that is so important, Mm -hmm. so important as well. Do you ever see individuals who don't know what they really want. And so they're struggling a little bit. They join your group and they want the balance in their life, but they don't know if bookkeeping is really it. And if it isn't, are there other industries where you can have this type of flexibility? We do have people in our group. Really, we tell people to kind of come in, hang out with us. We have a free face. Kind of like see... Yeah. Yeah. Cause we do want everyone to make a really informed decision. And I go live in our, in our group every Tuesday. And so I answer lots of questions and I let everyone get a good feel for me and my teaching style and things like that. So if they resonate with me, they like me, they want to work with us, then they kind of have an idea of what that's going to be like going into it. There are other options of different programs out there where you can learn to be a VA or you can um, sell things on Amazon things like that. But what I really love about starting a bookkeeping business is that it's a skill that no matter what business you decide to start down the road, if you have this knowledge, you're going to excel at those other businesses as well. So even if maybe down the road, you decide you don't really like doing the bookkeeping work, you have two options at that point. One, you can take all of the knowledge that you learned as 
having bookkeeping experience and apply that to all of your future endeavors. Or two, you can decide maybe you like just being a CEO of a company and we have a graduate level program for our bookkeepers that don't want to actually do the bookkeeping work anymore. And we teach them how to grow million dollar bookkeeping businesses where they staff accountants and senior level accountants to work in their bookkeeping business and give a lot of other moms flexibility to work from home and a nice schedule and kind of pay it forward. And you know, so much of what we're talking about was flexibility in career trends and in your life and whether it's starting your own business or being a consultant, you know, a lot of these also fall under what you would call the gig economy. And it's the individuals who work more so freelance or part-time jobs, more contracts. And it's interesting that the growth in this area has been astounding, absolutely astounding. As of last year, 10%, almost almost one in 10 people are using online platforms for mm-hmm. the gig economy. And what's expected over the next couple of years is that the number of people who are part of the gig economy, so again, more flexibility, working via contract or as a business with different clients is expected to be more than half of our workforce. So Tiffany, what you're talking about here is not just a fluke. It is the new trend of the working world. And you make such a good point that you can do this work and so many other types of work from anywhere in the world, really at any time. And that is so powerful because what at least COVID has taught me is that being able to work from anywhere is so good for me personally, but it's also so good for my family. And do you see that too? Do you see the individuals who start these businesses for the most part continue in them because it it has the right amount of flexibility for their work life and their their family life? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. My students, and the great thing about having a bookkeeping business like this too, is that you can make it a side gig. It can be a small side gig, or you can ramp it up to whatever your heart's desire. And you can scale it up and back just on your own preferences, which is really beautiful because for moms that are working on growing their family, maybe they just want to make four or $5,000 a month right now so they can work like 10 hours a week. Or once their kids get in school or, or they get older and they have the flexibility, they can ramp it up and make 10 or $20,000 a month and be able to take their kids to Disney World, Disneyland, travel around in an RV. That's the kind of stuff that I'm seeing. But once they get a taste of it, once they start to grow their business and they start to see things evolve, I think they all get very, very excited about the possibilities. And they're just all like raving fans. I have a lot of students that just come back and they they just cry happy tears because of how much their lives have changed for the better. I am so appreciative that you're here because so many of the women that listen to our podcast, actually that we work with through Francis Financial, about 70% of our clients are women who have either gone through the divorce process or they're on their own because unfortunately their spouse has passed away. And many of them 
need to either go back to work or take their career to the next level. But we find it very challenging because if she's been working at home, raising the children and not in, you know, that typical cookie cutter corporate job, it can be really hard Mm -hmm. to go out and command a salary of $60,000 a year Mm -hmm. or $70,000 a year. And while the labor market is tight now, we're still seeing a lot of frustrations mm-hmm. where their years of raising children, being part of the PTA, doing all this work that they've been doing is not being recognized. It's not yeah. being acknowledged and it's not getting them a foot in the door to that entry level job, even though they're being underpaid. <laughs> And all the things with it. And so, you know, it doesn't mean that corporate America isn't an option. It's just this is another option. And I know for me, Tiffany, you're kind of preaching to the choir. I started Savvy Ladies well over 20 years ago as a nonprofit and then started Francis Financial. This is our 20th year this year. And Francis Financial is a for-profit, again, as I mentioned, dealing wealth management, helping women plan through difficult times and after ongoing. And while running a business is not always easy, sometimes I almost feel like it's a roller coaster of like one moment, everything's great. And the next minute you're dealing with a challenge and then it's back up. I do have to say that I can't think of a more rewarding job. I just adore adore my work so much. I adore the people I work with. I adore our clients. And it's always challenging and I'm always learning. And I feel like I'm always getting better. And that's what I love about what you're doing too, is because yes, it's about the work of bookkeeping, but it's about so much more than that. It's about having a business and a business that's a living, breathing entity that is so phenomenally exciting to grow and be part of. Yeah. I always tell people that we really are helping you learn how to live your ideal lifestyle. Just starting a bookkeeping business is the vessel that we use to help you get there. And I can totally relate to what you were talking about as well with being a single mom and struggling through the whole issues with the corporate world, because that's pretty much how this whole journey happened for me. I got divorced when my first two children were in kindergarten and first grade. And I had pretty much been a stay-at-home mom leading up to that point as well, just working side jobs here and there. And when I had to take on that corporate job working in a CPA firm, they recognized that I had taken so many pay cuts in order to stay home with my kids. And so I felt like they took advantage of my education and gave me a very low salary to start. And then during the couple of years, years I worked there, I went back and I studied for the CPA exam. I got my CPA license. I came back. I Then at that point, I had been remarried and I had my third child right as I was entering tax season as an official CPA for the first time. So after tax season, I was like, okay, I totally proved myself. I'm going to get a raise. I'm going to finally yeah. make it big yeah. in the corporate world. And I didn't even get enough raise to cover my nanny costs. So it was a huge wake up call for me. And at one point I remember my boss coming in and he was a really nice guy, but 
he asked me, this is so much better than sitting at home eating bonbons, don't you think? And I was so offended by that because I'm like, you have no idea what it's like to be a mother. <laughs> and number one, who uses that phrase bonbons? Like that, that's so 1980s. But yeah, it just goes to show how out of touch he is. And quite frankly, how disrespectful. Yeah. How disrespectful and sexist. I mean, there's a lot of other words that I can't use on the podcast, but yeah. I'm saying, trust me, I'm saying them in my mind. Yes. And I mean, being a, a single mom going through a divorce, and having to get a job where it was so unflexible, I had to stay in a really, I would say, dumpy apartment just to be able to afford having someone help me with the kids after school since I didn't get off until five and I had an almost an hour long commute. And so wow. it was really hard. And I, I will say, I think it was probably harder for the kids to adjust to that than it was for them to adjust to the actual divorce. And if I would have had this opportunity when I was going through a divorce, it would have been life-changing for me to have not put my kids through that. Well, I can't thank you enough for sharing your story and being so authentic, real about how hard it's been. You're so not alone and know that your story is inspiring other women to look at some other options. And, you know, that's so powerful and so important. I'm going to let everybody know listening, I'm putting a huge number of resources in the show notes for you. Some great resources for you if you've been a stay-at-home person or just your career has been a little bit bad in the back burner, how you take a next step. And there's a list of about 15 different organizations that can help you do that. And whether it's looking at your resume, getting your resume in order, helping you navigate that next step, what that looks like, what you actually want to do. I also am going to include all the information for Tiffany Higgins and how you can contact her, find out specifically about the Bookkeeper Academy. But before I do that, do you want to share your information, Tiffany, before we sign off for today? Yeah, absolutely. We have a really active and fun Facebook group called Have Your Cake and Eat It Too. That's the motto of our company. And our website is stayathomebookkeeper.com. That is a easy website to remember as well. Fantastic. So all of you, we're going to put all this information in the show notes. Also the Facebook group that they mentioned, they also are on LinkedIn and Instagram. We'll make sure that we put that information in there for you too. And Tiffany, thank you for, for being here. This has been fantastic, highlighting an amazing woman who took a really difficult situation and not only made it better for yourself, but so many other women giving them options to be able to navigate the ups and downs of life and being a mom and, and a single mom and everything that that entails. I can't thank you enough. Yes. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on the show. I really enjoyed speaking to Tiffany today and hearing about how she started her business stay at home bookkeeper academy you know whether that's the right fit for you as you move forward or something else know that you have resources and one of the most important things that you can do is invest in you and invest your career so many people talk about assets talk about your brokerage account your checking account savings account maybe your ira or 401k well those are assets but the most important asset 
is your earning capability. If you have any questions about what you need to be earning to make your financial plan and life secure and safe financially, reach out to us here at Francis Financial. We can model out your life out to age 95 and back into it to better understand what your investments need to do, how they need to be invested to get you there. In fact, we'll take it one step forward. We even invest for you in the stock market, making sure that your money is safe and secure and growing the way you need to. So reach out to me, Stacy Francis. You can go to our website, www.francisfinancial.com, or you can email me at Stacy S-T-A-C-Y, at francisfinancial.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to Financially Ever After, and I'll be seeing you in two weeks.